0: In a war that started well before 2019, secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines.
1: This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They can go with the sickness. This is a war. This is a
0: war. How long have we been talking about vaccine damages and injuries? Months. We know it's at least over four months because we're on Vaccine War Headlines volume 17. Right. And operators are standing by now. Call within the next 30 minutes and you can get yours free. Wait, wait. There's more. Get two for the price of one when you call today. Get your free COVID shot. (laughs) Right here. Virtual space. Do
2: I get a donut or a McDonald's hamburger?
0: You name your prize. You get to pick anything you want. This is the How new about world a Monster. Order. We'll give you a case of Monsters. <laughs> okay, we're going to start off this war tonight with the Vares report. That's where the data is and that's where the truth lies. 1.134 million reports through February 18th, 2022. 1,134,000 982 people have been adversely affected by the COVID-19 vaccine. That includes 24,402 deaths, 133,000 hospitalizations, 120,000 urgent care visits, another 176,000 doctor office visits, 9,000 cases of anaphylaxis, 14,000 cases of Bell's palsy, over 4,000 miscarriages, more than 12,000 heart attacks, 34,000 myocarditis or pericarditis cases, 44,000 people permanently disabled, another 5,700 with a low platelet count or thrombocytopenia, still yet another 27,811. People with life threatening events and another forty thousand one hundred and twenty-three severe allergic reactions. Twelve thousand five hundred cases of shingles. Gross negligence on behalf of Big Pharma. The war is on.
1: This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They go the with the sickness.
0: So, more evidence that COVID was tinkered with in a lab? How much more evidence do we need here?
2: Some people need more than others, so.
0: Well, now scientists find virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches a sequence patented by Moderna three years before the pandemic began. They planned it. Yeah, and we found this already, and it's in one of our articles, and we already had this report, and it's so fun to see these major news outlets reporting these things, Mm -hmm. and then something that we've already known about for over a year. Genetic match discovered in COVID's unique furin cleavage site on spike protein. Matched genetic sequence patented by Moderna for cancer research purposes, and researchers say one in a three trillion chance that COVID was developed naturally. We know it was developed in a lab. The programmers themselves were on camera saying it was simple. It was easy. They say it was simple. It was easy. I know their dialect was different than English, but I know they were saying that it was in two days, two days. (laughs) It was easy.
2: Yeah. Yet more and more people are reporting injuries, and this time it's a six-year-old. The Pfizer Vax permanently disabled a six-year-old. Carrie Peterson Edberg's six-year-old son, Milo, has received a tracheotomy and continuous ventilation due to the Pfizer shot. Not COVID. He's on a ventilator because he got the stupid shot. Due to Milo's medical complexity and some complications, doctors felt it necessary to pressure Carrie into consenting that Milo be given the shot. Shortly after, he had trouble breathing, which escalated quickly into life support and extensive testing. Now, six-year-old Milo has to relearn how to walk and eat.
0: We saw the story. Yes. It was, I think it was on Facebook. Poor boy. In other places.
2: Poor sweet little man.
0: And, you know, this, this is just another no-brainer here, but studies show how mask mandates, lockdowns, and COVID vaccines have failed to deliver.
2: hmm
0: Hey, Biden delivered. Crack pipes.
2: <laughs> we haven't gotten to that yet.
0: Oh, shh. That's big news later. Promises kept. A study carried out by the Heartland Institute. <laughs> hey, we're live. It's all right. Okay, this is serious stuff. So, after pouring over nearly 19,000 studies, they analyzed smaller groups of studies in three categories and found that lockdowns had little to no effect when it comes to COVID-19 mortality. hmm The report concluded lockdown policies are ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument. And Duh. And that agrees 100% with a book that was written over 10 years ago Mm -hmm. about a pandemic that happened over 110 years ago.
2: Yep. Get this. 48 top global scientists sign a declaration denouncing Fauci's gain-of-function research, warning it could lead to planetary extinction.
0: But they weren't doing it. Fauci wasn't
2: doing gain-of-function research. (laughs) Remember? Liar! Liar! Pants on fire! <laughs> it would be so exciting if that actually worked. If when somebody's lying, oh, their light pants. Up,
0: <laughs> oh. Light them up! Light them up, Brand! Light them up! <laughs> Go ahead with this one. <laughs> A cohort
2: of the world's top scientists is calling on the gain-of-function research that led to the creation of the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 to be banned worldwide.
0: Yeah. So we have more on this article. Mm-hmm. This is something we've covered over and over. So we'll go ahead and let you read that on our blog because we are going to go a little bit long tonight with all of the amazing content that we have. So we'll go quickly through these headlines if we can, but there's so much more on Fauci's fananigans. shenanigans, shenanigans, <laughs> fanatics. He's the fanatic doing shenanigans. I yes, don't know. yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, uh, I think what was it? Somebody said he needs to hang, needs to swing.
2: Yes, no, that that had to have been stew.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's all on the execution of, of all of these
0: criminals. <laughs> He's on an execution binge, yeah. Yes, he is. He said that ah, they should all be executed. Well, let's just look at some more bright and shiny news. <laughs> Compared to flu shots, COVID vaccines are 11,361% more effective at causing a stroke.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's a big number for a percentage.
0: 11,361% more effective at causing a stroke than a flu shot is. That's your risk, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks to the advent of the Wuhan coronavirus vaccine under Operation Warp Speed, the number five leading cause of death in the United States is on the rise.
2: Jesse Waters puts it this way CDC is a quack doctor (laughs) (laughs) he had an interview with Dr. Scott Atlas discussing the CDC cover up COVID data and manipulating the public about the safety and efficacy of the mRNA shots our data is simply not to be trusted because the CDC is a politicized, agenda driven almost disgrace to the country almost disgrace to the country I think I would disagree with that I think they are total disgrace
0: No, they are a total disgrace. That was not too much, honey. (laughs) Uh, Let's listen to what Jesse Waters has to say. Okay. Okay.
3: (laughs) What if you realized your family doctor has been lying to you, giving you shots you don't need, prescribing you unnecessary prescriptions, not telling you about the possible side effects, clearly not giving you all the information you need, would you ever trust him again? Of course not. He'd run for the hills and get a new doctor. And tell everybody he's a quack. That quack doctor is the CDC. We told you earlier this week about the bombshell New York Times report that exposed the CDC for not telling us the truth about vaccines and for hiding COVID data from us. They hid information on boosters. It turns out for Americans under 50 who were already vaxxed, we didn't need the booster this fall. We were already perfectly protected. But they didn't release that data. They concealed it. So millions got a shot they didn't need so big pharma could get paid. They also buried all the data on COVID infections and hospitalizations broken down by age, race and vax status. We could have judged who was getting sick and who wasn't and who was getting infected after being vaxed. They hid the breakthrough cases, too, and they lied. They said they weren't tracking that. Knowledge is power, and they didn't want us knowledgeable. When The New York Times reached out for comments, they said, you know, they've been slow to release all the data because, you know, they didn't think it was ready for primetime and because they didn't want Americans to think the vaccine wasn't working. Well, it wasn't working the way they said it was supposed to work. They said you couldn't catch COVID if you were vaxxed. That's why they pushed the mandates, remember? But that begs the question. Do they have other data that isn't ready for prime time? What else are they lying about? The former National Institutes of Health director admitted the vaccine has some side effects that they didn't reveal to us. And they must know that America is one of seven countries in the entire world that masks kids in class. Just seven. Given the gravity of this, you'd think the media would have had a field day with it. But they didn't. CNN gave it less than two minutes of coverage, and MSNBC mentioned it once. What about the networks? CBS News covered it, and NBC gave it less than 20 seconds. But it makes sense. The CDC, Big Pharma, and the media all have the same agenda. Keep us in a permanent pandemic for profits and for power. And they can't admit their corrupt motives. Now, they're in too deep. Joining me now, Hoover Institution Senior Fellow, Dr. Scott Atlas. Dr. Atlas, do you see this scandal as I see it? This seems pretty horrible.
1: Well, it's absolutely horrible and frightening. And it's really just a continuation of everything that I saw when I was in the White House myself this is not new. It's just that finally others are discovering it or finding this out. The CDC did the same thing with their really laughable stuff they put forward on masks. Do you remember the two hairdresser uh, study that was so called research? That was garbage. Uh, they've put forward and uh, really pseudo science trying to manipulate the public and trying to just push an agenda. This is the politicization of what was the world's most respected public health agency. They have destroyed the trust we regular people put in them. The fact is I had lost trust in them when I saw it with my own eyes was gross incompetence. They didn't know what they were doing. This is not new to this CDC director, by the way, this happened under the previous CDC director. Remember holding up a mask and saying that this mask is better than any vaccine. So this kind of hiding data, distorting data and being politicized Uh, really is now finally being revealed. People like me who are legitimate, objective reviewers of the data, we are forced to look at other countries. It's sad to say, but when I give talks on what the data is on the vaccines, I cite the data from uh, Israel, from Denmark, from the UK, because our data is simply not to be trusted because the CDC is a politicized, agenda-driven, almost uh, sort of a disgrace to the country.
3: it's corrupt, and now everybody knows it. And we're not going to let them
0: get away with it. Dr. Scott Atlas, thank you so much. And as an update to our report last week, Ottawa is still on fire, uh, metaphorically speaking. Mm -hmm. The Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson praised the police crackdown on anti-mandate freedom convoy protesters in the Canadian capital. With the demonstrations cleared, he told state media that trucks, campers, and vehicles seized from the protesters should be sold off, claiming that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's controversial emergency powers allows him to do so. So there is an update on Trudeau lifting the powers eventually.
2: Initially extended them, and then lo and behold... All of the foreign people who had money in the Canadian banks pulled their money and dropped their balances.
0: Mm-hmm. Emergency Act was off.
2: Emergency Act was off.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Yeah. But not good for the truckers. But there's, uh, I guess, some stuff stirring up in the U.S. too. Yep. So stand by for more on that later. Let's listen to that Ottawa mayor himself.
2: Uh, what do you make of how far the police have managed to get uh, today?
4: Well, they've done a remarkable job, uh, both last night and today. As you pointed out, they've uh, got Wellington Street uh, cleaned up. Uh, most of the trucks have been towed away. And uh, uh, I now just got word that the Sir Johnny McDonald Parkway, most of the trucks are, are removed from that section in the west end of the city as well so they've made a lot of progress they've been very measured in the response it's a really tough assignment for police officers getting yelled at and spat upon but they have been uh, calm and cool and, and collective uh and they're we owe a, de- a debt of gratitude to all those municipal forces that have come in from across canada it disrupted our city you've hurt our small business community uh and this is costing a small fortune for the taxpayers of Ottawa and that's one of the reasons why under the emergency I've asked our solicitor and our city manager, how can we keep the tow trucks and the campers and the vans and everything else that we've confiscated and sell those uh, pieces of equipment uh, to help recoup some of the costs that our taxpayers are absorbing? So that's one of the provisions of the Emergency Act. And we have been a beneficiary of the Emergency Act. As they debated on the Hill, I asked the the members of parliament to consider. Uh, It's helped us a lot on things like confiscating vehicles not having to swear in peace officers to the RCMP uh, and so many other things that have been very helpful over the course of this period, including you can't be under 18 and be in this this rally. It's just unbelievable. We get copycats and people will think, hey, I'm going down to Parliament Hill and parking there for three or four days and having a big roast and everything else under the sun. Uh, We have to prevent that. We need a short-term plan to blockade Wellington, a longer-term plan on how we protect our residents much better than we have in the last uh, four weeks.
0: And so much more has happened this week in Canada. We'll have a live report from our correspondent, Sandra Nye, during the week on DiggingDeeper.us. Meanwhile, please continue to pray for our Christian brothers and sisters worldwide. Thank you for listening to Vaccine War Headlines, a production of Digging Deeper. Theme music provided to Digging Deeper by Drucifer the Aberrant. Beyond the Pale.